This episode is sponsored by Emporium Arcade Bar. Emporium hosts awesome game, beer, food, and live music events daily in Wicker Park and Logan Square. Visit EmporiumChicago.com for info. Hello, everybody. This is Mark from Muffed Movies. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to The NeverEnding Story Part 2. I just want to say before we get started, this episode is sound designed by my friend Keith Hand. Thank you very much, Keith. You are awesome. The following clips that you're about to hear are from friends of the show Sawyer Heppies and Jeffrey Gardner. They're talking about their respective projects. And after that, we are going to dive right into the show. Guys, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the never-ending story part two. Hey guys, Sawyer here. And I want to talk to you about my new web series, Witching Hour. It's a story about two government agents who drown their sorrows of dealing with the supernatural by going to a local bar. It's got magic, monsters, sci-fi, fantasy, everything you could want. Except for we need one thing, funding. So recently I launched a Kickstarter to raise $8,000 to give eight quality episodes. There's lots of cool incentives. If you donate, just click on the link below and give whatever you can. And if you can't donate, share it with a friend. Maybe they got something they can give. Thank you guys in advance for your support. And to find out any other details about the show, just look for Witching Hour on Facebook. Hardlife NFP is proud to return to the 2015 Chicago Fringe Festival with a new live episode of the post-apocalyptic audio drama Our Fair City. Last year's production won the Unlimited Passholders Choice Award. What will 2015 bring? If you answered real-time Foley, music, and oodles of corporate compliance, you'd be correct. Join us for a gentler, more humane look at the monolithic Heartlife Corporation. Two policies only want what is best for the company, but once they meet, their deepest desires conflict with Heartlife's grand designs. Welcome to the Human Resources Department. There's a place for everyone, with everyone in their place. Our Fair City, Human Resources, live at the Chicago Fringe Festival, showing between September 3rd and September 13th in Jefferson Park, Chicago. Tickets are $15. Go to OurFairCity.com for more information. I wonder about a kid watching this movie, though, and getting flipped out from the nips out. Yeah, I don't think kids will give a shit about the meta text. I don't think they'd even catch that the story is about them as well. Kids these days are dumb as fuck. All they want to do is do crack and, like, fuck each other's assholes because they're tired of regular vaginal sex, Andy. They become so decadent. All they want to do is wear masks and ruffled collars and, like, whip each other and chain each other to, like, car engine blocks and, like, scream out into the night because they can't feel. They can't feel anything. Bastion screams and throws the book across the room. (laughs) We see its cover as the pages ruffle. The Necronomicon. Muffed movies. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) Volume one. Wait, 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 wait. Bastion picks back up the never-ending story and turns to the middle pages. The story so far. Fantasia. Under attack from a mysterious force called the Nothing. Our young hero, Atreyu, has reached the Southern Oracle in an effort to save what remains of Fantasia. Will Atreyu find a Fantasia's savior in time? Will the childlike Empress succumb to this mysterious disease that seems tied to the already apocalyptic encroachment of the Nothing? Will Bastion ever return home or do anything interesting for this movie? Bastion again shrieks, drops the book, and picks it back up. And uh, tries to ignore the fact that he is now constantly being mentioned within the text itself. Stay tuned! 
in part two of The Never-Ending Story. Wow. Smash cut. The sphinxes stop making out for like a second and come up for air. (gasps) So anyway, young kid, I forgot what we sounded like before. We sound good enough like this. Anyway, you gotta find a human child from outside the boundaries of Fantasia. You may have noticed that you're the only human child left. Haven't you ever wondered why that is? I was wondering about that. Yeah, I thought that's... I was a freak. No, all the other humans tried to get here to try and ask us where all the other humans are, ironically. But they didn't know anything about Magic the Gathering, so they all got zapped to death by the Sphinxes. That's right. That knight could have been a human underneath that armor. Oh, he was. Yeah, his dick looks human enough. But Bear in Mind got it. Oh, too bad you used up your one question about how to save Fantasia, because Bear in Mind is a very interesting character. Did somebody say Bear in Mind? Oh, dear, he's found her. <laughs> Get out of here, Atrey, you will hold him off. Atrey <laughs> <laughs> races away from the Southern Oracle as the Sphinxes join in battle with the mysterious dimension-hopping Bear in Mind. Bear in Mind opens up the palm of his hand, and a strange sigil glows and shoots arcane energies at the Sphinxes. Oh, dear. Sphinx, I love you most of all. I love you too, Sphinx. Eldritch energies swallow up the home of the Sphinxes as Atreyu flees back to the home of the gnomes and his luck dragon. Well, I guess I know my mission. I need to find a human from Earth to name the childlike empress. But where am I going to find a cute man from outside of the Fantasia kingdom? Hey, why don't we keep following that stupid thing around your neck? Oh, you mean this, uh... Walkman that has one song on it? No. Here, let me hit play. <laughs> Look around, all that you can see. That song's awesome. Let's fly to it. Okay. <laughs> Atreyu jumps on Falcor's back. The gnomes nestle into his fur as he flies off. He flies across the moon like E.T. on that bike. The never-ending story. Well, it seems to be getting louder in this direction, Atreyu. I sound like Billy D. Williams now. <laughs> I love it! <laughs> the two best friends fly off towards the boundaries of Fantasia. <laughs> Suddenly, what's this? Th- these aren't the borders of Fantasia. Why, th- th- this... Looks like a border of some sort, but it's a roiling bank of clouds. Flashes of lightning illuminate the sky. No, it's the nothing. Falcor, quick, pull back, pull back. That's the nothing. I can't pull up. I can't pull up. Ah! No, Falcor, no. (laughs) They dive headfirst into the nothing, and Atreyu is ripped off of his dragon mount. He falls tumbling down through the storm to the ground. Not only that, but the Orin, the protective amulet around Atreyu's neck, flies off into the maelstrom of the nothing. <laughs> Lost forever, question mark? Mm, you can question me, but you're not going to get any answers. Oh, nice. Atreyu wakes up on a strange abandoned beach. Where is he? Oh, fuck everything. Hello? Hello? Falcor? No. Guess again, little man. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with cockfighter. <laughs> Listen. I'm listening. We've had our differences in the past, but I'm on a magic quest to save the whole kingdom, so I need you to just not bite my dick off, okay, Rockbiter? No promises. Hey, what happened to all your friends? Oh, 
super sad story. Wait a minute, back up. Did you say no promises? Yeah. All right, I'm going to take 10 steps back, and you could just stay there. You make any sudden moves, and I'm off like a shot, you understand? Look, I think you're taking me for granted. The first time we met, you threatened to eat my penis. <laughs> and you're laughing about it now. Great. <laughs> of course I am. Terrible. <laughs> you look a bit wet from the storm. Yeah, the nothing swept away my luck dragon and my Orin. Maybe you should tell cough. What? <laughs> Listen, are you going to help me or not? I'm trying to find my luck dragon. All Did you right. see the Orin fall anywhere around here? It's like a glowing, bright, protective amulet. No. I need those two things to complete my quest. All I saw was my best friends being consumed by the nothing. What? Hey, they look like big, strong hands, don't they? Are you threatening me? They look like big, strong ones. All right, I'm out. All right. <laughs> uh, Atreyu races off in the opposite direction. Not sure if the nothing is a greater threat than the malevolent rock biter. You know, I've always said that something's a greater threat than nothing, Andy. Yeah, that's a good point. The devil you know. Better the devil you know, even if it's a two-story... Uh... Pedophile. <laughs> very good. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't want to fuck Atreyu. I just want to get this straight. He's not doing a very good job of letting Atreyu know that he doesn't want to fuck him. Atreyu is confusing the ideas of having his dick being eaten off for carnivorous reasons, and his dick being sucked off for sexual reasons. Wait, there is a difference. But yeah, but okay, so either way, from Atreyu's point of view, the <laughs> rock biter is either going to eat his dick or is going to try and suck his dick, neither of which Atreyu wants, and both of which are completely inappropriate. There's one thing we know, rocks don't suck. So he just wants to eat Atreyu's dick. Rocks rock. Um, yeah. He's not going to suck his dick. Even if he tries, that dick will rip clean off. That's true. By the dry, hard, calcified lips of the rock biter. That's right. So, kids, don't engage in unprotected sex with a rock biter. Is there, like, a fellatio pun that we could make? Are there any rocks that sound like that the sound word like, fellatio? Are there any rocks that sound like fellatio? It's a tough one. Maybe we should call a perverse geologist. Pretty good. <laughs> 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 Atreyu races off away from the menacing rock biter. He stumbles across a ruined city. Huh. It looks vaguely familiar, but I'm sure we haven't seen it before. We haven't seen a ruined city before in this movie. Everything in this city is ruined. <gasps> There's a mural. I better take a look at it. Atreyu looks at the murals. He sees the rock biter again. God damn it! <laughs> but it's just a picture this time, uh. even though it's very scary. Yeah. He sees the meeting at the Ivory Tower where he was named the savior of Fantasia. Hey, there's Two-Face and all the other freaks. He sees Artax sinking into the Swamp of Sadness. Why, this mural just tells the story of his adventure so far. Why would anyone paint that horribly tragic moment in my life? He sees a picture of a weird albino-looking kid sitting in an attic somewhere. Hey! <laughs> Who the hell is that? It's me. Wait, are you a talking mural? <laughs> yeah. Are you a talking boy? Yeah, but I feel like boys are supposed to talk. Well, I feel like murals are supposed to talk. Well, what are you a picture of? I don't remember any albino attic boys being on my quest. I represent all readers of the outside Earth world. Oh, boy, if that's what readers look like, I hope never to meet one of those. Yep, well, play your cards wrong and you won't. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> See you later, mural. In the mural, raspberries out some red paint at him. <laughs> Just like the movie Labyrinth by Jim Henson. <laughs> that was my last paint.
<laughs> Bye. <laughs> it crumbles into nothingness. Oh, dear. And behind it. A deer. Wait a minute. A female deer. <laughs> Bed. Bed. Hello, boy. Ah, what are you? I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. I uh, thought you were a deer, but you're a wolf hiding in a crack, a hollow place in the wall. Yes, I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing, but then all the sheep left, so now I just look weird. You do look weird. Yeah, you. well, you look weird. I would recognize those emerald eyes anywhere. Yeah, I'm your grandmother. No, you're not. Oh, shit. That you're Gamork. Works. Yeah, I'm Gamork. I'm an agent of the nothing. An agent of the nothing? Gamork, what the fuck do you want from me? Oh, what? You want to hear what's going on? Yeah. You want to hear the secret of the nothing? Yeah, what's the secret? <laughs> Come here. Okay. Get real close. Okay. Atreyu uh, inches his way closer to Gamork. Climb into my mouth so you can hear the secret. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> All right. I know you're a rock biter over here. All right. Now listen. Here's what's up with the nothing. Once I tell you this, maybe you'll just chill out and let me eat you? Yeah. Anyway, what is your quest again? What are you trying to do? I gotta save the world uh-huh. by finding someone from beyond the borders of Fantasia. Beyond the borders of Fantasia. Oh, great. Good luck on that quest. Yeah. Well, <laughs> What are you talking about? No, great job. Have fun getting behind the borders of Fantasia. Why? Why? Are there no borders? Nope. How is that possible? Uh, cause Fantasia is the sum of all human imagination and fancy and goofs. It's infinite. There are no borders. So you can't get outside it, numbnuts. Whoa. Trust the me. camera gets all weird on Atreyu, and he looks intensely into the distance. His mind has been blown. Yeah, I work for the power behind the nothing, and we're just cleaning up Fantasia. Once I've uh, eaten everybody else around here, then I'll get swallowed up by the nothing, too. And we'll all be good. So you're saying that this land where I grew up, uh-huh. my family is from, yeah. where my horse suffered and died, yep. it's just a story? Well, yeah, we're all stories, kid, when it gets right down to it. When you think about it, like our story is probably being read by somebody else. Their story is probably being read by somebody. Maybe there's two peeps retelling our stories like a humorous podcast out there somewhere. And if someone talks about those two peeps in a comment section? Yeah. Then they become a story. It's stories all the way down, kid. It's like a never-ending story. Holy moly! Gamork winks at the camera. (laughs) The camera winks back. (gasps) It's very meta. When you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares back at you! Quiet down, you weirdo. (laughs) Mm, Sorry, says the narrator. (laughs) Gamork dusts his paws off. Well, what do you say? Do you want last fight before the world is annihilated? Yeah, you're not gonna... Stop me from my quest. I didn't sink into the swamp of sadness, even though my horse did. I didn't get swallowed up by the nothing, even though my luck dragon did. And I'm not going to fall now. Not when I'm so close to the end. Hey, you uh, you got a bat in the cave. What's that? Yeah, you got a bat in the cave. Oh, you know? how embarrassing. Atreyu goes to uh, clean out his nose. Ah! The big bad wolf flies in a heap of puppety goodness towards Atreyu, and then they are jump-cutted immediately to the ground. The wolf lies dead next to Atreyu. What the hell just happened? Atreyu apparently lanced the wolf's heart with a sword-shaped stone that he was fingering. Wow, that's weird. Thank you for your time. (laughs) Oh, Mural! It's me, Muriel! Thanks for helping me, Mural. I thought that wolf had me for sure. Yeah, but, uh, you know, art can be powerful. Uh, Support your local arts organizations. I guess I will. Maybe I'll donate to a Patreon when I get home. Hey, that's a good idea. (laughs) 
Anyway, I'm gonna keep going to save the world. Okay, bye. Atreyu continues down the path through the ruins, which now are beginning to look more and more familiar. They're ivory. Why, there's ivory rubble all over the ground. But, but there's only one building made entirely of ivory in Fantasia. That's right. It's the ivory tower. It's the South African elephant poachers. Hang out. <laughs> what are you doing here, Atreyu? Back off, I'm on a quest. Oh. <laughs> Atreyu pushes the South African poacher out of his way. Meanwhile, in the sky, we see Falcor's glistening white furry body fly through the air. He notices a glint deep in the bosom of the ocean. Hang on, what's that? And dives snout first into the ocean. He sees glimmering on the bottom of the seabed, Sebastian the Crab. Holding a very familiar-looking, uh, object. The Orin! Yeah! Falcor takes a deep inhalation of seawater, snorking uh, uh, Sebastian the Crab into his jaws. Oh, no! Orin and all. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Falcor, grinning, surfaces above the water and flies off to find Atreyu. Slowly crushing Sebastian in between his <laughs> molars. <laughs> Smash cut! Fantasia has split apart like there's crazy winds. Atreyu is hanging on to a tree and a million rocks are flying past him. Oh no! This kid is getting some serious air. And speaking of serious air... Falcor! The air, Falcor! The Airedale of mythology flies over. The what? Airedale. It's a kind of dog. I don't think he's an Airedale. He's not an Airedale. He's Electragon. He's Electragon. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Oh he snoots up Atreyu in his mighty whiskers and carries him off into outer space. Oh, Atreyu, I thought I'd never see you again. I can't breathe. It's outer space. Oh, wait. Here, put the Oran on. Ah. Atreyu straps the Oran onto his mouth. Metal tendrils extend and surround his entire breathing apparatus. Ah, just like the abyss. Did you see that movie, The Abyss, Falcor? No. Well, I'll tell you what. It looks like the planet has done split apart. Yeah, it has. But at least we're together. <laughs> I guess so. Pretty lucky, huh? Listen, Falcor, I've been trying real hard not to lose faith, but there's literally nothing left of my planet anymore. Well, if there was one thing left, what would you like it to be? I don't know, I'd probably like to at least see that childlike empress and apologize for failing in our mission. Well, look behind door number one! Ding, 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 ding! Falcor pulls back the painted veil of reality, and we see floating on a meteoroid the ivory tower completely intact. Weird. Yeah! They head towards its radiant goodness, and Falcor lands on a landing strip. Hi, guys! Atreyu walks through the vulvic openings of the Empress's bedchamber <laughs> and sees a pale little girl. Hi! Hi! Um, didn't save the world. <laughs> what are you talking about? You did just fine, you silly goose. What are you? Wow, lowered expectations for sure. <laughs> what do you mean? I failed. The Fantasia is floating in chunks through the icy void of space. Yeah, actually, I think you'll uh, be surprised if you look out the window. It's even worse than that. He looks out the window. Chunks are continuing to shatter and explode. What? Yeah, things got real bad. No, but you did it. Congratulations. What are you talking about, you dizzy bitch? <laughs> okay, well, first of all, chill out. You could be a little less disrespectful to me as a woman. Man, you don't know what my tribe was like before you pulled me into your kingdom. No, I do. 
Is that why you had most of us skinned alive? I didn't have any of you skinned alive. You idiots tried to go through the, that sphinx gate. Yeah, backwards. Anyway, no, your job wasn't to find somebody and bring them back. Are you imitating my voice? What? Are you imitating my voice, princess? No, we're both kids. We both sound pretty much the same. Like Richard Dreyfus. (laughs) No, Richard (laughs) Dreyfus is down there. He hangs out in his cage all day. Hi. (laughs) Hey, Richard Dreyfus, do you want to come up here and say hi to our guests? I am content to study these newts and eat various fish. He's a bit of a misanthrope. The Empress leans over and winks at Atreyu. But he's happy. Anyway, no, you brought him with you this whole way. What? Not Richard Dreyfus, the human boy. Where is this boy? We he's, need to get him to name you. He's outside the boundaries of Fantasia. He'll name me when he's ready. How is this possible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we cut back to Bastion reading the book. He looks very confused. He looks down on the page. Uh, he sees a diagram of a finger pointing straight at him. That says, human boy who must name the empress. Ah, this book's getting weird. <laughs> it is getting weird, Bastion. Ah! But if you'll just say my name, we can uh, rebuild Fantasia and the story will end. What's your name? No, you have to name me. You what? have to give me a different name. Can you name yourself? No, that's not how it works. A child from outside of Fantasia has to name me. Doesn't make a lot of sense. What? What? <laughs> Meanwhile... S- oh. In Fantasia, everything disappears except the Empress. Oh. Falcor disappears. Oh. Atreyu disappears. What? All swallowed up by the nothing. Richard Dreyfus disappears. Nah. <laughs> the shark that was about to eat him looks confused. But fortunately, it's a time shark, and it chrono-triggers itself but back. But fortunately. <laughs> it chrono-triggers itself back to the 1970s. Bloop. Whoa. Time oh, shark. Hope no one shoots me when I reappear in the 70s. <laughs> Smash cut. The Empress's face, which is the only thing that exists in Fantasia now. Come on, Bastion. Just give me a name. Uh, Okay. I'll do it. (laughs) Bastion leans out the window of the school, screaming into the thunderstorm outside and falls to his death. Ah! What? (laughs) From the walls of the window. Oh, yeah. From the window to the wall? Yeah. He's on like the, he's in the attic of the school. He's way up. He just slips out of there. Oh, shit. And his tiny broken body hits the cobblestones. (laughs) Stories below. Never ending stories below. Good enough. My name is (laughs) Nothing happens. (laughs) I am The wasteland of Fantasia swallows up the childlike empress until only her voice remains. Mark. What? Mark. What? Mark Soloff. It's me, Mark Soloff from Muff Movies. Yes. It's up to you now. What? What? You're the only one left that's come on this whole journey with us, Mark. What are you talking about? Bastion's dead. Andy North is dead. Oh. You're the last one. I'm the last character in this never-ending story. Your story is yet to be told. What do I have to your imagination. What do I have to do? You have to answer. You have to answer a trivia question, Mark. What is it? You have to answer a question about magic. Magic the Gathering? <laughs> no, I'm just going for You have to give me a name. Who are you? I'm the childlike f- fucking empress. You're the one that's been telling the story so far. I've been telling the story. You're the childlike empress. Yay! I need to give you a name. Yes. All right. <laughs> are you yeah, ready? Maybe, maybe don't make it too inappropriate because I gotta live with this name for the rest Shit of the Shitburger! <laughs> <laughs> with a smash! 
<laughs> Fantasia snaps back into vibrant life. <laughs> the Empress Shitburger appears on her golden throne. A look of disgust and anger on her face. <laughs> All right, fine, she says. Richard Dreyfus reappears. Falcor reappears Whoa. above the ground. Bastion reappears, reading the oh. book. Muffed Movies presents the never-ending story. Oh, weird. <laughs> Congratulations, Mark. You've named me... Fucking... You've named me Shitburger. You did it. Congratulations, Mark. Is that like an ex ex explanation, Mark? Oh, boy. We're in real trouble. <laughs> I'm a little drunk. <laughs> Mark Soloff stands before the childlike Emperor Shitburger. Hey, child. Hi, Mark. I'm glad we resolved this difficulty. Yeah, I am too. Now listen, this is all that remains of Fantasia, just the Empress. This, just this little bit? Yep. It's like a tiny little nug. I know, but as long as you keep wishing and hoping and dreaming and making goofs, then nothing can never win as long as there's one person telling stories and, and making up names. So wait, are you implying that if I keep creating content... Regardless of its quality, then the dream world will never go away? Yeah, maybe make an effort to just make high quality stuff, you know? No, but thank you, oh Shitburger. <laughs> I vow from now on that I will keep on dreaming and hoping and creating awesome muffed movies. I feel like you kind of missed the point. Mark rides off across the moon on the back of a luck dragon. The moon turns around and it's Andy North's face and it winks at the camera. The camera winks back. The never ending story. We did it. We did it. Andy, we told the story just like it happens in the movie. We did. But more importantly, Mark, we contributed something creative to the world. What did we do? We rebuilt Fantasia just with our goofs and our imaginations. That was crazy. Andy, I don't know if you were around because I think that nothing might have swallowed you up, but I talked to a child. Oh, boy, that is a fantasy. And I gave her a real bad name. <laughs> Well, sounds like a typical adventure for Mark. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, I'm sad I had to miss it. Yeah, uh, but after you are reconstituted by the nothing, Andy, you're looking good. Thank you so much. And I have a luck dragon now. Look out the window. Oh! I'm going to go chase down some child bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you suppose the luck dragon eats them? I think so, probably. Uh, the kid says, get them. That's my plan for him. And the last time Get em happened. No, he doesn't eat them because they dive into the same dumpster that Bat... They just hang out around that dumpster, it seems like, for most of the day. What about uh, Bastion's Renaissance father? Oh, he's fine. He joins a bowling league. Oh. Yeah. He doesn't even notice because he was out playing touch football all night. All night? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was. Bastion takes an improv class. Oh, good. I mean, we mentioned this off mic, but I do think it's important to note that, like, Bastion is not a good hero. So at the end of the story, Bastion doesn't have an arc. He doesn't learn anything. He doesn't get any better. He's just a real piece of garbage he, at the end of the movie. He gets vengeance. He gets vengeance, but he probably deserved kind of the poor treatment he was receiving. What? It, no, okay, no one deserves to be bullied. To be bullied just because they're shirking their social obligations but he is, at school. He is shirking his, his responsibilities, and he doesn't learn from that experience. Instead, he's rewarded for it by becoming the, like, Grand Emperor of Fantasia. Yeah, he uh, certainly never dealt with the passing of his mother in an adult and responsible way. No, he hid in an attic for an entire night and made everybody worry about him and skipped his math test. He's not really a good hero. No. But you know what? He's not the hero we need right now. 
when he's the hero we deserve. That's true, because we are pieces of shit. Fantasia Barino. Mark, do you have anything to plug? Mm, no. Oh, guess. So we just finished up uh, Galactic Gladiators, which was the summer program I was doing. But I'm going to put all those online. So if you want to go to uh, see these hilarious episodes of a game show that I run, Commander Galactic dot tumblr dot com we'll have a bunch of videos and pictures up there and also some notes about what else is coming up in uh the fall in chicago so over the summer you played live games with awesome comedians yes i ran a grant funded program in the park to do game shows uh starring uh some of chicago's hottest comedians uh we had a different group each week and so you can watch all of those episodes edited down into nice bite-sized chunks uh on that tumblr see what we did there's also pictures and and after action reports and stuff like that but it's a really fun program as of recording to pull back the veil a little bit we're halfway through the program right now so i already know that it's good but by the time you hear this we'll be all done so you can't see it it live but you'll be able to see it recorded and you can see what's coming up next yeah baby uh blaster podcast will return in october for season two uh oh what kind of new and exciting things are gonna happen i don't know I, that took me by surprise. I was taking a drink of water and I almost spat it out. Don't spit it out. Swallow it. I'm excited to hear that Blaster Podcast is coming back because this Muff Movies kick that we've been on. Whew, it's been draining. It's been rough for me. Uh, yeah, our intrinsic Muff energies are really put to the test this summer. Well, I'm excited to see what's going to happen in season two because season one was a fucking doozy. Yeah, season one really ended on a cliffhanger. <laughs> and I know a lot of people are concerned. You know, I've heard this from my fans. They're concerned because I'm getting up there in age. Uh-huh. And while I've written ahead with Blaster Podcast, um, you know, they they are concerned that like I will pass away before the end of the story of Blaster Podcast has been written. Right. You should tell me the major plot points and how it ends. So uh, in case you do die, I can muff movies uh, the end of the series. I don't think Blaster Podcast works through the muffing lens. Oh, boy. You know how you take like a Play-Doh haircut salon station? And if you try to put Nickelodeon gack through it, all that comes out is like, slime wire i've never done that but i can use my imagination to imagine how that would work and in so doing you've just built another wing onto the chunk of fantasia that's right well how about if we harper lee it and um i just after you're dead just completely make up a new series of episodes of blastro podcast without your permission i harper lee endorse what you're suggesting yay wait who harper lee Harper who? I know who it is <laughs> she's tequila mockingbird everybody thank you very much for listening uh, you're all tequila mockingbirds to us. Yes. If you haven't already, rate and review Blaster Podcast on iTunes. Give it five stars. Ow! Oh, I hurt my fingernail. <laughs> also. <laughs> Uh-oh, you're going to have to go to sleep for 100 years. <laughs> unless somebody kisses you. Oh, boy. Well, say in 100 years. <laughs> uh, I would like to thank the people who have donated to Blaster Podcast slash Muff Movies. Uh, if you have it in your hearts and in your wallets, please do kick a little bit of funding my way, because I'd love to pay the rent with my rock not my rock biter andy no thank goodness my rock i'm glad that we never checked back in with the rock biter i'm just gonna assume that nobody ever reincorporated him into fantasia in fact we have control over fantasia so here's what i'm gonna say that creepy old rock biter never came back remember the time the rock biter got sick and he threw up all those boys cocks i'm gonna say something that i've said before but i feel like bears repeating if you just heard 
<laughs> Mark Soloff edits the podcast, so if you just heard the phrase, the rockbiter vomits up a bunch of boys' cocks, that's because Mark Soloff wanted you to hear it. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody! Good night, everybody! <laughs> <laughs>